Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, here you see a pup. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A and and joining me, my co-host, the man of myth the reality, Q Flow, Flow the Rookie. What's going on, everybody? We are here. We are here, and also here with uh, my wife, Periodically, who will be here. Uh, the greatest catch lady sketch. Yo. Well, first of all, <laughs> I-, I would like to thank all y'all being here, especially on this Martin Luther King uh, national holiday today. You mean Vince McMahon's oh, yeah. hero? You know we got a Vince McMahon's hero. Vince McMahon's hero. Bruh, not who's in the White House. Vince McMahon's hero Dr. K, according to his Twitter account. So. I tell you, tell, I, I bet you $5. He don't know that tweet went out, and he would vomit if he did. <laughs> this tweet's like, periodically, like once every three months. He has a social no, media did you, somebody, somebody put up a, back, a side-by-side tweet, uh-huh. and it was like, this uh, man was like, yeah, uh, I want to, today we're celebrating a great man, a wonderful son-in-law, and a husband to my wife. I mean, a husband to my daughter. Happy birthday, uh, Triple H. And then on the next one, it was just like, happy birthday, Shane. Shane. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, you really don't fuck with Bull. That's fucked up. That's fucked <laughs> uh, But yeah, to, you know, they usually do to, to their, their same thing. They either have the, the 10 bells or they have a little Martin Luther King uh, uh, video package at the beginning of Raw, like, like they usually do. But today we're recording the podcast here. So a lot of things to talk about since we didn't get to it uh, this weekend. So just want to let everybody know that we recorded some Martin King. They hope somebody, everybody went out there and did something, you know, nice to make the world a better place. Because right. you can use a little bit of that love. Ugh. Now, get on to all the good stuff. Uh, make sure we go out here and pay the bills and show love to where it's at. Make sure you guys check out spacesphilly.com for your, all your podcasting needs and all the great stuff that you got, you got out there. The Lulu and Pop, the Lulu and Pop Horror Show, and of course, uh, well, now, uh, you know, the, the Retro Market Dark Show, I was uh, told to promote. And uh, you can check uh, all of our great content out there, out there as well, such as the No Kimmy City Wrestling Podcast, uh, Turntables, Save My Culture and Beyond, Nerd Gatcher Talk Podcast and Drunk Thoughts Sober Talk. We're also on all your podcast platforms right now, such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, 
Google Play, and of course, if you guys want to listen to us on YouTube, there's YouTube Premium you guys can check out. But if you have Google Play, you can check, go check it out as well. Except for Stern Tables. Except Stern for Tables is not on all the platforms. It's the only one. Okay. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Yet. Yet. However, I do want to drop the news here that uh, the Nerd Coalition website is up. It's official. It's official. It's running. So if you want to go support the Nerd Coalition and you want to know everything about us and our videos, our podcasts, and our new merch that we got up there, make sure you visit therealnerdcoalition.com. That's right. Once again, that's therealnerdcoalition.com. Once you get there, you can see all our hot merch that is available for purchase. You guys can see where we do our main videos, the fat reacts, the wrestling, the gaming, the podcasts that you're listening to, and also support my man, Q-Flow's Wardrobe debut album. All that is up there on the website, along with Mark Makes a Movie from... Uh, our president from SpaciousPhilly.com and Spacious Productions, the great stuff that he has up there and the content in his new YouTube channel where we do support, so make sure you check that out. And also, if you guys have not checked it out yet, The Life of Kofi's Episode 2 just dropped this past Friday, so make sure you guys check out Life of Kofi. Once again, not about Kofi Kingston, just called Life of Kofi. Uh, <laughs> great web series. I recommend you guys check it out. Season 1 is five or six episodes so it should be done in february there are episode two it drops every single friday so make sure you guys stay tuned and make sure you guys get a watch i watched episode one so far pretty uh, pretty decent stuff i gotta go check out episode two as well so i want to make sure i get all that stuff out there uh first off we have to start off uh this podcast with some devastating news last week we got the unfortunate news that Rocky Soul Man Johnson passed away at the age of 75. Mm. For those who don't know Rocky Johnson, get the fuck off my podcast. I'm playing. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Go off the podcast and do your homework. Do, do some homework. Rocky Johnson is the father of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, also known as The Rock. So... One of the most polarizing figures in wrestling today, mm-hmm. and that's the father of, and then, you know, he paid the wave for a lot of, especially people like us, African-Americans, in the wrestling business, becoming the first African-American tag team champions with Tony Atlas. Tony and the Atlas in that crazy-ass hair. I'm uh, sorry. Every time that S-curl. Every time I see that picture. I don't Joe know was what, wet. what it was. Was it an S-curl? I don't know, but Joe was wet. He's <laughs> <laughs> like bald now. Uh, when they beat the Wild Samoans and and became the first African American tag team champions, so there and once again he has been credited for having one of the prettiest drop kicks in the business, being very athletic, very big, and The Rock has made it very public of how he feels about his dad, mm-hmm. and you know, he was put in the WWE Hall of Fame in 2008. I remember that Hall of Fame also because that's when The Rock left in 2004 and nobody seen him for four years and just and came, back came back to induct his dad and uh, High Chief P.M.I.V. which is his grandfather yep. so when, when I heard the news I was just like man The Rock is hurt and when I yeah. say when The Rock ain't on social media he, something he wrong hurt. <laughs> did, did this man about do like 15-16 posts about in the percent of five hours <laughs> alright so the man stays on there and then when his his, his dad passed away, I, we ain't here for the rock for three days. Real pain right there. 
So it was funny because uh, well, I don't say funny, but uh, the, the people was you know was wondering if he, you know obviously okay, but he just lost his dad, and um, he just came out today actually early this morning with a video, an eight minute video, sitting down and explaining everything that happened and what's been going on. Very heartfelt video explaining, you know, he appreciated all the love and support and, you know, that he has gotten out there from all the his fans and all that. And said that his father had passed away of a blood clot. Mm -hmm. I don't know the exact medical term for it, but it was a, it was in his uh his, his foot or his ankle that traveled all the way up to his lung. And he had like a massive heart attack and died. So, oh, no. yeah, so the rock uh, asked the, 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 the person who performed the autopsy, you know, was he in any pain? Did he, did he suffer? And he said, no, it just kind of like took him out. So he mm. said, it, it was quick because the rock was saying, you know, this man has been through a lot of pain in his life going by the stories of he said his dad of being kicked out at 13 on Christmas Day, having to go live on his own in the streets. And, you know, especially as being a black man, the rest of the business, period. You know, you know, just just go through some very tough stuff, especially uh, you know, learn all that stuff because uh, I I just helped my son do a Black History report last year. It's very funny because he did it because yeah. the teacher was like, "The Rock not black," and we were like, "The Rock is definitely black." Do you know who his daddy is? And he was like, "No." So we did a project with him on uh, Rocky Johnson. Yeah. What you got a name? What you got an ale? So I, I was just like, I do not want to let black people get their. Never mind. I won't be. No, 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 no. It's all good because I was like, it's it's amazing how many people you know think that, and I'm just like, no, The Rock is definitely black. He's half black on there, and his dad is one of the, one of the most famous African American wrestlers there are. Real. So you know, uh, old man Rocky Johnson. Like, come it, it, on. Exactly. I mean, it's all it's all in the name. The King's name huh? It's all in the name. It's all in the fro. It's all in all it. And uh, you know, but so he he did the report, and then we actually educated the teacher on more about one Rocky Johnson, and then the Rock, because he didn't know. He thought he was Hawaiian. He like isn't he Hawaiian? Hawaiian. That was funny. Hawaiian. Y'all out here doing the Lord's work. <laughs> uh, you just gotta go out there and you know educate these people. So uh, he said that you know he's uh you know he was just saying he's like he he better go to the gym and blast his leg workout. He has dad hated leg workouts. So he could hear his dad talking to him and he didn't know he he was trying to get stuff together right for uh, his eulogy. And he was saying um, there was a good story that I I, I remember her hearing that uh last year. The Rock called his dad, and he was just like, "I want to buy you a house." You know, you know, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for everything you've done for me growing up. I want to buy you a house anywhere you want, no questions asked. First of all, let my son or my daughter call me and tell me that. What? <laughs> so he he got it. He got I me mean, the Rock because he bought my one too. Yep. So, uh. His dad calls him back two weeks later. It was just like, "Hey, son," he said, "I'm going to you know to, to uh, search some you know houses, properties right now." And he said, "I'm excited, but I'm also nervous." And The Rock was like, "Why the hell are you nervous? You know, it's, just, it's so man, Rocky John. Like, you know, so you you've been a hard ass all going. Why are you nervous?" And he said, "Because I never called. Nobody's ever called 
and told me they wanted me to buy buy them a house. And especially being you, being my son, I'm very proud of you, and I love you very much. Aww. So, you know, Rocky Johnson uh, never really got kind of like sappy or emotional like that. Now, coming from somebody who has a hard-nosed dad, when you hear them, you know, share little bits of emotion, it you know, it, it just like makes your day. You know what I'm saying? I want to say, I can't speak for any of y'all. If y'all have like hard nose, you know what I'm saying, straight dads like that, like I said, but when it comes to mine, you'll hear stuff like that, it just makes my world. So it, it made the rock so happy. He, he, he already, he just posted a video on Instagram as soon as the phone call ended. That's how often he be on social media. So <laughs> it, it was a nice story and it just, uh, it happened, it, that wasn't even a, a full year ago. It did happen. We, we bought him a house the day. I, I just thought that was a, a, a nice story. So the Rock already talked about his funeral. It's going to be tomorrow and everything. So like I said, he's in pain, but you know, pain will pass. But like I said, I ain't never really seen you know the Rock this vulnerable before. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. lost yeah. anybody. He had to be what a kid. Yeah, yeah. Kid might be a dad. Yeah. So. So. So yeah, I mean, like you know, uh, it's very so. I, I'm sorry. I, I know I kind of. Just like dominated with the talk and everything, look, but like you. Oh no, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I might have. I don't know where I was at, man. I just know I got a text message. It was crazy though, cause cause Lady Sketch sent the, sent the text message as soon as I hit the screenshot. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh lord, no! I saw it on Twitter. I'm like, oh lord, no, no, no. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. I mean, I was I was just like, it just caught me off guard, cause. It's not really somebody you expect to, to hear that about, you know, because like most of the like most of the, uh, the, you know, no disrespect, but it's like it's, it's people I haven't really heard of or, or even seen. But this one is like, I, I know Soul Man is like, yo, yeah, so it, it, I mean, so it, it threw me for a loop. man. And, and my first immediate thought was just like, I'm the rock, man. Somebody got to send him some. We got to send him some love, bro. Yeah. So, 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 so my, my lady sketches confirm it, it was it was Wednesday morning that it happened. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, I yeah, I feel you. I was just like, yo, man, because I was like, yo, and the funny thing is, the Rock just had did this whole tequila Instagram post, you know, like like before that, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yo, Kevin, if it ain't your time to shine, it's your time now. Go check on the rock. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm there, sir. Go check on the. I mean, the, the man was was there for you after that accident. Go check on the rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Offer to be a Paul Bear, even though you, I know you can't. Kevin Rocky doesn't have his. Why are you yeah. so shady? I'm, <laughs> why not? Uh, but yeah, I, I just I, I I you know we we had this off there. I had to mention that. Because it was very, very unfortunate news, you know, that we lost another legend. And once again, I get it. People die. Mm-hmm. You know, every every year 
we're going to, as long as, if we want to live long, we're going to hear about Russell deaths and the older ones, you know, passing away and things like that. It's, it's it still don't soften the blow. Yeah. Cause I hate that. We were like, eh, people die every day. Why y'all can't, like, you can care about people dying. It's all right. Oh, when, when everybody keeps t- talking about the paid in full camera, Negroes die every day, bitch. Oh, yeah. See, that's not even it. I feel like. You shut every day, eh? You right, you strong. <laughs> I feel like I just people well, just be like, oh, well, they just got to say something. People have to be contrarian sometimes. Yeah. It's not cool to be on the wave with whatever. They, like, bro, let's let people have their things. It's fine. It's all right. It's all right. It's all, it, you know, it's all right to have, you know, people be, be surprised when people die. So, you know, rest well, rest in power. Condolences to the Rock and his family. Mm-hmm. The whole because it's it's a big family because oh, yeah. you got the, you got the Samoan side mm-hmm. and then you got the African American side. Yep, because yeah. he was accepted into the the Samoan like wrestling family. Yeah, so it's a huge family. So I know it's it's gonna be a tough day, you know, burying you know one of the matriarchs mm-hmm. of that family tomorrow. So you know, so all my love and um, you know, it's gonna be with them in prayers and everything. As we as we move on, because it, it, it's another father I want to talk about, oh, but God. I don't think he's going to get the same recognition as Rocky Johnson. Uh-uh. So the other day, I don't know if you read this, Q Flow. Uh, David Benoit, are you are you familiar with who he is? Of course, of course. Voldemort's son. Yeah, Voldemort's son, as we call. Him. So he Voldemort's he, twin, obviously. My God, God is like that him. is that not like scary? Like when I, when his I, mom ain't had nothing to do with it. Nothing. No, I went to Google. I was just like, "Yo, I thought he died." Oh wait, that's his son. Really? That's how that's how that's how close it was. Mm-hmm. The only thing different I can tell difference is that he scrawny. Was that was Jack? Yeah, like if he got yeah. bulked up, he got his teeth. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he got bulked up, he would look just like him. It's, yeah. It's uncanny. Even the same kind of haircut. I'm like, yeah. what? So. Maybe that's what's hot up in Canada. I don't know. He did an interview. Uh, I, 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 uh, I'm I, not familiar with uh, what the host was who, who performed the interview. But he did an interview talking about him wanting to get in the wrestling business. What kind, of, what kind of career he actually does do now. And, you know, uh we wish that he wants to do. So one of the things that came up that I know is going to bring up discussion amongst all three of us, because I know we all have an opinion, is that he said he wants to induct his dad into the Hall of Fame. Now, uh, which Hall of Fame? You know which Hall of Fame. Before we all Not get Hall of Fame. Before we get all to the page, it's like this. So. You know, obviously, what he did because he, he he talked about the story and he said when he first heard about it, he thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. And then, now I don't know if Q Q for if he was watching wrestling at the time Ben Y died. Yeah, I was. Okay, so <clears throat> we was doing the whole Vince McMahon gets killed limo angle at the time. Yes. And I mean that was so jarring. You, you actually had people on good that thinking Vince McMahon actually died. And I'm like, oh, it was actually, it was actually a really thought out storyline. But then, wait, 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 what they, hold on, which, which, what did they do? Did they crush the limb or did they blow it up? They blew they it, blew up. it up. All right, all right, I got it. Now. All right, I was trying to get the visual in my head again. I got you. Yeah, Susie closed the door. Ever forget? Susie closed the door all angrily. 
Pow! They had the family guy blow up. You know how they <laughs> they make fun of all the explosions? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So after the uh, after that happened, the news came out that Crispin Wild and his family were dead. Mm-hmm. His wife Nancy and his son um uh, I forgot Daniel Daniel yeah and they all died in the house. So here's the thing: on Raw that night, it was a special three hour Raw because they, they, they were about to uh, go over the recent man death investigation. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just what. Yeah, and the, the, the thing was, what happened? The first thing I thought was like, yo. Somebody came in there and murked them all. And that's the honest thought I had. You gotta stop with the murks. I uh, can't deal with the murks. You gotta stop saying murk, bro. Uh, okay. Somebody came, somebody came in there and killed them all. So, then they had a whole three-hour tribute show to Raw, which I taped. You can't find that thing anywhere now. i you glad you taped it? And they are, you, use, are you really glad you taped it? Though? But go ahead. Uh, they used segments from the Hard Knocks uh, Christmas Wild documentary. Then the news came out and they said, I will hold off on any tributes. Like, it was like, I would say at the end of the, towards the end of the show, uh-huh. start coming out on the internet of saying hold off on tributes. Uh-huh. And I, honestly, I was thrilled. No, because you probably and, didn't expect that, you know, what yeah. actually happened happened. Then, what when, happened yeah. then, then when they told me what actually happened, I was just like, what? Ben, stop it. You're lying. You're you're lying because I just see him carry his son at WrestleMania 20 when he won the champ. Like mm-hmm. y- you're lying. To, maybe maybe his wife and him got in a fight, but not but not the kid. Yeah, it wasn't the kid. Like m- maybe he was trying to you know like hit the wife and then his son got in the way. Somehow it wasn't this. I was trying to get everything. I actually have a friend who to this day still believes Chris Wilde do it. Really? You gotta tell me off air who you talk about. Yeah. I have a friend to this day who still believes that he refused to believe that Chris Watt killed his family. It's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. He think OJ did it either, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Woof. Well, I already know who did it. If it doesn't fit, you must have quit. Well, must have So he, he was saying that when uh, his grandfather had to travel down there, when he found out, he couldn't even graduate from school. Of how bad the pressure was, because all, all you get is the media things talking about steroids, 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 and coming down on the sport of professional wrestling. Every time I turned on CNN, every time Nancy Grace was on, every time the news was on, it was talking about the problems with steroids in professional wrestling. And I'm like, and CTE, I'm guessing, because well, that, no, no, that, no. that wasn't a CTE thing. CTE wasn't a thing back then. It wasn't a thing yet. I was about to say, I don't think it was it yet. Yeah. But it, 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 and me being a fan of professional wrestling and loving it, I, I was upset of how they are coming at my wrestling right now. And and they, they, they will get Chris Jericho and Steve Blackman and Ken Shannon. All, I remember. I think I remember the fallout of it more uh-huh. because they kind of tried. They started immediately erasing him from the history. But I remember the interviews with like Jericho and all them coming. I was like, why is Chris Jericho on this news station? Yeah. And Jericho was trying to defend, like, look, we get the steroids, but we got to see what was wrong with the psyche of Chris Benoit. Like, something has to be crazy. Yeah. So, but now we are over, we 13 years removed from this incident. I know, time flies. And now David Benoit is a grown man and says now, 
for the accomplishments, he wants to induct his father into the Hall of Fame. I feel like we should start uh, at a smaller step first. Okay. He wants to wrestle under Chris Benoit Jr. Okay, well, let's start small. You're right. Oh, he, my God. He, he wants to actually go into the professional wrestling, whether it be WWE, uh, AEW. That's Ring not going to happen. So, as Chris Benoit Jr. First of all, Q-Flo, let me get your thoughts on that first. Chris Benoit Jr. Ah, we're not even supposed to say that name. Exactly. He said he got ring gear and everything. I believe him. But, bro, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that I I know that's kind of a that's kind of a a hurt like kind of weird. How, how you feel about that, ladies? Guys? Now I will say from my personal experiences of seeing people who have like their parents have gone through some kind of trauma and they still deeply feel for them, like they still love them. That's their parent, and even in the situation where you might be like, I don't can that like can you really truly still care about this person like that? Yes. So I don't. I really don't think it's that far-fetched for him to be like, I still want to wrestle under his name because his legacy means something to me. That's his dad. And no matter what happens, that's not going to change that. I feel like, and I also feel like, I don't know if maybe it was more difficult for him to attach um, anger and pain with it because... It wasn't his his mother and his like it was his little yeah. brother, but it wasn't his mother. I don't know. I feel like maybe it might be different, but possibly not. I don't know. See, my thing is though, he got to like. I'm not. I'm. I'm all for anybody getting into the business. That's fine. You want to join wrestling? Cool. I'm not against a brother getting a job, but you can't name yourself after your dad. You are a spitting image of your father, bro. When they see you, they already see Chris Benoit. Don't give them that type of ah. Uh, that's that's not heat you want coming into the company, bro. And unfortunately, you know, with with, with, the, with the heat and your name, automatically, they're not looking at Chris Wilder the wrestler. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's just right. that the incident is too big to be looking at Chris Wilder the wrestler. It's going to be looked at as Chris Wilder the murderer, and that's the way. Always and forever. Always Nothing. forever. You can do to separate from that. And, you know, here's my thing. Because when it comes... Now, once again, I have not had a close family member commit the act of suicide. Because, or murder. Or murder. Well, hold on. Uh, okay, I, I, we don't I, need to go to recesses of our mind. Exactly. I, I don't know about that part, but I'm saying, but when it comes to the... Because the, 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 what people got to say, it was a double murder, suicide. Chris Watt still killed himself. The, I but, understand yeah. that, but the... I, you know what the crazy thing is? If he had killed himself, because there are plenty of people who killed themselves, and he had just killed himself, uh-huh. we'd be having a totally different conversation. No, I get that, but what I was trying to get at to is with, 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 with the pressure, with the the heat of him killing himself, plus him murdering his stepmom and his little brother. If that's not the guy you grew up with. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, we all have family members that, you know, so I'm not going to say no names or bring up anything, but when we found out certain things about those family members that was not, you know, that's that's not what you remember from the from those family members, mm-hmm. it hurts. It's quite jarring, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's jarring it's to, to, to the point where it's just like, all right, well, 
And then you, by default, the, the human body is made to be defensive. Mm-hmm. So you're going to automatically find ways to try to figure out that that person didn't do it or th- th- there had to be a reason. There has to be something to explain that. You know what I'm saying? But even yeah. if it, in a case where it's you, you can't explain it away, you still might have feelings. Yeah. I, y'all know I watch a lot of true crime shows. And you will be surprised how many people, like in these shows, the kids still be on the parent side. Even after everything they have done, the parent can say, I did it. And they still be like, I know, but it's hard because that's still my mom, that's still my dad. Mm-hmm. Unless they did it to them. Even when they, even in that case, sometimes they might be like, you know, I had to find it in my heart to forgive because X, Y, Z. Like, it, it is a really complicated situation because I've never been in those in that situation, uh-huh. I don't know how... I can't say that I would react a certain way for sure. Especially when you are so... He was so young. I feel like when you're young and you're a child, you're a little less jaded. And you're a little more naive to the ways of the world. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I gotta go check on the baby. Um, uh-huh. Then you don't... Like, you don't do, you don't process things the same way. Yeah. Um. So, I I don't know. I think that might be part of it, too. It, it may be part of it, but I still don't think, one, it's not a good idea. Heck no, that's not a good idea. And, and, not at all. And number two is, the, the bigger thing is, he wants to be the one to induct his father into the WWE Hall of Fame because he feels as though that one day... He'll be in the Hall of Fame. Q Flow, your thoughts? I don't think so, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Like your your father, like amazing wrestler. We know. We know the. We know the uh, technical wrestler. Like uh-huh. the Rabbit Wolverine. We know all that. But he. But he. He's a murderer, bro. I'm sorry. It's, you know the unfortunate we thing is. We can't. If we induct one, we're going to have to... Who knows how many we got induct? We're going to induct Enzo for rape? Like, now, what are we... Now, thing. Y'all going to hate me. Well, but to opinion. play devil's advocate, and I'm not saying he'll get in or he should get in. To play devil's advocate, the only reason this is happening is because I honestly, honestly God, think it's because of the kids. Because we're not going to pretend like Jimmy Superfly Snicker doesn't get tributes and didn't go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Everybody seems to brush that one under the rug. Like he I'm was, not going to hold you. I don't know what Jimmy Snooker did. His ex-girlfriend, didn't she disappear and then she turned up murdered? Yeah. If I'm not, if I'm correct. And they always thought he had something to do with it, but they couldn't prove it. Um, but the stigma followed him around for a long time. And I'm pretty sure when he died, they had dug up the case again because they found evidence that he that he had something to do with it. Yeah, but now, to be fair, when they when they dug up those evidence about Jimmy Snooker and he was found liable for killing that woman... Okay, he was. They stopped talking about Jimmy Snooker. When was he in nothing to the Hall of Fame? Jimmy Snooker was looking at the Hall of Fame like 2005. Okay. See, he done it all years ago. But they still 
refer to Tamina as the daughter of Jimmy Superfly Snooker. And I've heard that in recent times. Uh-huh. So, what, why is one different than the other? Y'all didn't take him out the Hall of Fame. I mean... And I'm not saying, like I said, I don't advocate for him to go in. He shouldn't. I'm just like, it's not like they wouldn't. It isn't. It's, I think the main reason is because we 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 was there when this like we was there when this news broke. But so were the people who inducted him we in the seen, Hall of Fame. No, no, but like we seen like 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 Mr. Andy said, we just seen him holding his kid up. After after that match at Mania, I mean, we just seen this kid. Next thing you know, the kid that nobody who would if you were to tell me, I'm gonna watch this amazing. Well, it was a triple threat, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm gonna watch this amazing triple threat match between Chris Benoit, HBK, and Triple H. I'm gonna see him win this title, celebrate with Eddie Guerrero, just to find out he killed his wife and kids. I would have thought you were tripping. I mean, everybody did. And like I said, I don't want nobody listening to this to think that I'm saying, oh, he should get in. Hell no. I'm just saying, I would I would think it's more far-fetched if, one, he had murdered his child and they didn't induct somebody who was a murderer already. I think... What the uh, thing is, honestly, it's um the Christmas Wild thing. It not only was terrible to his family. Oh, but it did kind of turn the tide of wrestling, did it? But it it fucked up wrestling for years. Right. See, the reason why we got all these promotions and Suji Coleman's and all these WWE cares things so that is to erase the stigma from Christmas Wild. And they have did, I, I, I'm going to give them credit this, they have did the best job they possibly could. They really have. They have to, scrubbed. Yeah. Scrubbed. Scrubbed. Because, see, you, you can still find Chris and Watt stuff on the network. Really? Yes. Didn't know that. I mean. I didn't know that neither. They're not advertising it. No, they're not advertising it. They're not going to go through and, they're probably comb through and take them all out. No, I'm saying, but it's like, if you want to watch The Money in the Bank for 2005, he's in that match. They, you would have to take every match he's ever in. Out. Exactly, and they can't. Just, you can't do. I mean, you can, but I'm saying, but they, they didn't do that. So that's just their way of saying, like, look, all right, he he did his thing as a wrestler, but we're not going to acknowledge the fact that the thing about Jimmy Snooker, unfortunately, you know, people may pass it off that like that that's eighty shit, that's old shit, which is unfortunate. They shouldn't do that. Yeah, because that's they, not fair to that woman. It, it's not fair to that woman either. It's not fair to, well, a lot of shit these, these, these age wrestlers did. You know, back no, in those days. Those 80s wrestlers was fucking wild. They lucky it well, wasn't no social media day. Exactly. Uh, uh, this whole thing would be done. But Chris Benoit was the first thing that was a black stamp on the company at mm-hmm. that time. And it really almost, because you had people that was trying to take down Wrestling, because it was all—it was all—it was all about abuse of steroids. Like once again, now the Christmas thing, Christmas Wild thing happened um, this year. Then, then we we having the whole CTE discussion. That's something different. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. saying, but but back then that that wasn't even a thing. And back even then. if it was, they probably still wouldn't want to stamp that because even now, uh-huh. they still trying their best to keep 
I don't want to say keep it on yeah. the hush. They're trying to tame the discussion. Yeah. Because it is a stigma on the sport mm-hmm. of football. Yeah. Um, with CTE because there's been way too many situations huh. attributed to it. Yeah. I think we're watching a real live one with Antonio Brown right now, by the way. Exactly. I, I just yeah. my personal opinion. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, no, but that's a fact. With all this stuff going on, the sick as this country is, I want, I'll make this perfectly clear before I say it. As sick as this country is, it's kind of like how, how we talk about Michael Vick. Oh, they can kill him, but they can't kill the dog, right? No. They can sit there. They can use that N-word all they want to. They can touch the women, but once you touch them kids, you are in a different playing field. Oh, yeah. That's why I said no, yeah. it, that's the difference with this uh-huh. case. I, if it had been him and his wife, I legitimately think, that they might have, and it wasn't, and it didn't play out like it did for the company. Uh-huh. I feel like they might have found a way to spin it to still put him in at some point, maybe 20, 30 years down the line or whatever. But the whole situation of itself with him killing his wife, the child, the steroids, all that, and the way that it almost took down the company, that's a totally different story. Yeah. So, to, to, to David Benoit, it's never going to happen. I, sorry, I mean I understand that you yeah. you that's your dad, so you feel like it's your job to keep his legacy alive for even if it's just for wrestling. But there are some situations where you cannot separate the artist from the artist. It's just you can't. You can't. That's and that's that's the very unfortunate news that was. If there was any inkling that he didn't do it, which all that's been closed, that it's unfortunate. It will never happen. Even when Vince is gone, no. Even to, it's probably in Vince's will. Yes. <laughs> Don't y'all induct her. I will come back from the dead and burn all the money. Vince got a list of who not to induct. Exactly. I feel like he's petty enough to really have an addendum in his will. That's a bunch of people who will never go into the Hall of Fame. I mean, if he said that, if Martha calls, she changed her mind and put Owen in there. That's oh, he's going in there. All right, so... Yeah, like I said, I'm sorry, David, but it's just not going to happen. I, I I know it's your dad and everything, but it, uh, that's just, that's very, it's naive the word. I feel like it's naive and it's also, I don't know. I, I, I can't find the, I can't put my word, my, my thumb on the word know. right now because it's, wishful thinking is the, the, that's the closest thing I can come up with right now mm-hmm. because he so desperately wants to keep his legacy alive. Honestly, I think it might be more of a thing of he's trying to keep the picture of who he knew his dad uh, as alive and not and I, what he has become in the eyes of everyone else. And I think the best way to do that is to be your own man. The problem is he looks so much but like him. But, like but, but if he looks like him, but if you, if look, even if you look like somebody, correct, right? Mm-hmm. If you're trying to have his name mm-hmm. and you try to put him in the Hall of Fame, you're doing nothing but turning him that last which anybody have into you. You're the living embodiment of that of that June 20, 2007. That's what you are. But if you go out and be your own man, and since you look like Chris Benoit, but mm-hmm. the look. Of somebody who looks like Chris while doing something good can help heal that image of what they remember of that guy looking like doing something bad. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think that's 
that's again that's not where I don't think that's where he's going. I don't know that man, I can't speak for mm. him personally. I just truly think that he is stuck as fourteen year old David Benoit who loved his dad and idolized his dad. I don't think he ever got past the idolized part. Because then that might force him to deal with the feelings that come with the things that he did and how he might feel towards someone who committed the acts that he did. Absolutely. But, um, we can move on. To move on, uh, we also got, I also got here on the agenda here. Uh, did anybody read Booker T's comments on Tessa Blanchard win the championship? I did. I saw yeah. briefly some of the comments and how, did he say like, the dumbest thing they could have done or something like that? Yeah. He said it's the worst thing Impact could have ever done, has ever done in the history of the company. In the history of the company. So, I I have... Even worse than our... It's the same company company that let Jeff Hardy have that match with Sting. Never mind. Yeah, no, no. Had that match with Sting. You know what? That is true. I didn't even think about that. That really was very stupid. And he's saying this is worse. So, this is what Booker T had to say about Tessa Blanchard winning. I want to see if you guys agree... With it or not, because actually, in, in a way, it kind of makes sense. And it, it, I mean, it kind of could be like maybe not. Uh, so he says, "Big up to Tessa Blanchard because she's really good at what she does." But this is the worst idea for Impact Wrestling ever had in the history of their company. It's that bad. It's worse than paying me ten thousand dollars for a six-hour power commercial that never aired. How ridiculous is it? Uh, now all of the men in the company. If they wrestle her and she beats them, it diminishes every guy in the company. Who is the top guy in the company now? I can't see the man, Becky Lynch, wrestling Samoa Joe or Brock Lesnar. This is the worst idea in the history of wrestling. It makes me question and wonder if somebody is trying to blow this this thing up on purpose. Let's see how bad we can mess this up. I'm serious. If Tessa Blanchard goes back and wrestles the women, she should be able to beat all of them. And the women that beats her, she should be able to beat the men too. The crossover intergender wrestling is something for independent companies. If they want to be looked at as an indie group, keep doing the stuff like this. He also continued, I don't think this is in uh, empowering women. What it was meant to be, uh, 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 what it's meant to be. I'm not saying Ronda Rousey isn't uh, is not a tough woman, but if you put Ronda Rousey in there with John Jones, and watch and watch what happens. Put her in there with the lower level men and watch what happens to her. You don't want to start blurring those type of lines when it comes to to performance, especially with a man and a woman these days. Normally, when a man hits a woman, he goes to jail. I don't want to see no man try to put their hands on my sisters uh, to uh, to actually see it play out and for someone to think this is a good idea for television, for a man and woman to be fighting, it's ridiculous. It's not su- something I would ever have on reality of wrestling. Now, once again, did... Uh, I'm not going to the, the whole racist thing. Some of that, you know, we talked about last week. So, you know, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, he got said other stuff. But I'm just talking about her winning championship. From those comments alone, Q because I never really got your take on how you feel about that kind of wrestling. So, how do you feel about his comments? Um, I mean, his comments make sense. 
if if I mean Becky Lynch, I don't. I, it's not believable. Like for her to be able to beat, uh, you know, for her to be able to beat Samoa Joe or or Brock Lesnar or or even like Ricochet or somebody, you know, it 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 makes it makes it. It, it diminishes the believability of the whole show, honestly. So I agree with um I agree with him. Like Tessa shouldn't have gotten that title, and that's not even because of you know I mean all the tweets and stuff that came you know all that stuff that came back on her. But it's like who like how how are these matches going to end? If she's going to she's going to beat people clean. I, I was about to say names, but I don't know who's over there to save my life. But she's going to be beating these guys clean. And then how does that make your, your male talent? I mean, you know, not to say, you know, women aren't allowed to be champions, but it's a male-dominated sport, unfortunately. And, and you know, men kind of run the company. So it's like, well, it, like, I don't get it. Well, but before I make my comments uh, from an actual woman, I would like to get your uh, perspective lady sketch on Booker T's comments about it because you know say once again I'm not a woman he's so, not incorrect okay come. I will say from my own personal stance yes I'm a woman I believe that women should have opportunities and we've been fighting for this long to be seen as equals and that we can do things just like everybody else can however in the the grand scheme of how it the wrestling works as an inter- as entertainment as a sport however you want to frame it yeah. it doesn't make sense because now you've got uh what's her name Taya yeah Taya Valkyrie Valkyrie um challenging her for a shot at the championship it's like championship versus championship and I'm just like so not that you want to say one is better than the other but it's like so are we going to somebody has to win uh huh so does that mean that Tessa has the women's and the men's championship? Like, I, how does that work? Uh-huh. And then, so if she wrestles a guy, because they're not going to drop, they're not going to have her drop the men's title or the 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 company's title to uh, Taya. So she gets the women's and the men's championship, and then does she beat a guy beat her, and then they get the women's and the men's championship? So how is this going to? How does this work? Like it just you booked yourself into a corner. This is pandering gone wrong. This is smaller than a corner. Yeah. <laughs> this, this this is, is it's pandering gone this wrong. This is pandering gone wrong. Y'all have started this whole thing where everybody's trying to jump on a train of women's evolution and you know, taking women wrestlers seriously, which I can appreciate because I grew up in an era with divas and bras and Brian panty matches and shit and I would much rather oh, see <laughs> I would much rather see people like a Becky Lynch, a Charlotte, a Sasha, a Bailey, um, Shayna Baszler, people who are really wrestling. T- Tessa Blanchard. I'd rather see that than see Brian Payne's matches as uh-huh. a woman. But I also know that you have made it so that there's no way to get out of this without somebody being scathed. Like nobody's coming out unscathed from this. Uh huh. Whether it be Tessa, whether it be the company, whether it be the male talent, whether it be the woman talent. Because are they now being held to an impossible standard? Say, because 
There is a company. I'm trying to remember. Is it Ring of Honor that is about to get rid of their their women's division and the title? That's Ring of Honor, yeah. So it's like, are are the women in Impact about to be held to this impossible standard because your top woman now has the men's title, and the rest of y'all can't? That's not that's not a goal that y'all can attain. Uh huh. So, are we all just in the running for this women's title now? Is she going to take that too? Like, it's just, it, it it doesn't work. I don't feel like they looked at this in the long run. Mm-hmm. How it was going to work out. Okay, so I, I'm going to say this. First off, I uh, am a still a big fan of Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. Lucha Underground was the first wrestling organization to introduce... Well, I can't say the first, but they really put a spotlight on intergender wrestling. Intergender wrestling. Me personally, I I am not a big fan of intergender wrestling matches. Mm -hmm. I don't have no problem with, you know, like uh, for storyline purposes only. Huh? Like the mixed match challenge. Well, you know, no, it's kind of like okay, so you know, like so we recorded on Monday. When you see Liv Morgan give Bobby that shit insecurity, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at that. That is something that's yeah. different than a whole. Match. It, it's the same. When Edge accidentally speared Trish Trash and she t- turned down because she could sell it right, I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like okay, those kind of incidents, I don't have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Because there are women out there like Ronda Rousey is like she can kick everybody's asses on this podcast right now. Of course, that's a, that's a legit thing. That woman has been training. However, if I put her in the ring with Brock, that's not going to be the same thing. No. If we're talking about legitimacy here, so what this does is granted, Sammy Callahan. Look, despite how you feel about Sammy Callahan, uh, he was a. A small of guy that he made the match look good. I, th- I think it, so, it made more sense for Sammy yeah. Callahan. Not so much for Brian. Still Cole. trash. Huh? He's still trash. It's still, yeah. Uh, and also, it's kind of like when uh, Caden Carter years ago had that match with Leo Rush. Uh-huh. And it was like, I, it's believable because they're almost the same damn weight, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, you know, but after a while, genetically, see, look, racism was was invented okay nobody came out the room hating each other mm-hmm. nobody came out the room discriminated against each other mm-hmm. however we came out the room genetically different yes that's and and you know that's just the way we were made god puts it that's how we that's how we were made the man has a different muscle structure than a woman has that's just how it is yeah. a woman is built as soon as she comes out of the womb on this earth to deal with certain things that a man cannot deal with. I say, we can do a lot of things. We can have babies. Y'all definitely couldn't. Exactly. But I definitely can't do some of the shit that y'all do. It's just, it's just different. And I know people, like I said, I've always said this country is more sexist than racist, but I'm talking about, but even then you have division. I'm not saying go put these men's championships on these women because once again, when Tessa Blanchard gets in the ring with somebody like Brian Cage, he should be able to rip her from limb to limb. If that's the yep. believability about it. And if, if she beats him on pure skill, I'm like, well, then you already diminish the the character 
of Brian Cage. So, such as Sam Tucker's best was going against Ken Sherrock, right? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And she beats Ken Sherrock. I mean, now, maybe. But, but still, <laughs> Ken Sherrock is a legit fighter. Yeah. And you, you said thinking to yourself, that shouldn't be able to happen. And it's not a sexist thing. It's just by like by genetic standards, Sharon should be able to destroy her. But if she if 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 she beats him, then what what credibility does he have enough to go off of? I think that even for men, it's like when you have somebody who should not have beat a competitor, and then you stop and think about. So you're like, so does that mean that this person is better than every other competitor that they've ever beaten? No, that doesn't make sense. Like if somebody gets in the ring that and beats Brock, like beats the dog shit out of Brock, and he didn't beat everybody, broke Undertaker streak and everything, do you go up and be like, but could he really have beat X, Y, and Z and one, two, and three person that he's already beat? Was it they, see that way you can kind of skim through a little bit. Same thing with women, you kind of when it's in their own division, you kind of skim through that a little bit. Mm. Such as Seth Rollins beat Brock twice this year, uh-huh. but the way he did it. Was something that the other smaller guys didn't do. Well, yeah, yeah, that's that's. I mean, I mean, clean and a straight up and down. Uh huh. That's what I'm talking. I'm not talking about on the fly or how uh-huh. we did. I mean, just straight up and down. Yeah. One, two, three. And, you know, it, 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 and one of the kind of shows like I remember the hell in the sub match between Charlotte and and, and Sasha Banks. Uh-huh. How they tried. Tried twice and they could not break that table. They could not break the table. Oh my god! And that's not the first. They kept doing table spots after that, and nobody could break the table. Even even at Evolution between Becky and Charlotte, that last woman standing, they couldn't break a table. Was that a was there one with Ronda where they had a table and they couldn't yeah, break the table? WrestleMania. Yep. Women, even if you bulk them up, they're still just too light for that kind of impact to go through a table. I mean. Okay. China might have been able to go through somebody's and table. I, and, and, <laughs> and Nia Jax is going through somebody's table. Yeah, you're, you're right. I'm saying, but you know, but Tamina uh, going through somebody's table. I'm sorry. Just go ahead. I'm sorry. Natalia is probably going through a table. Yeah. You're right. That's a solid table. You, you know, yeah. you're absolutely right. However, I, I still think you know, his comments are not as far fetched because now. Unless it's, unless they give it a Christian treatment, where if once she fights my other Sammy Callahan, like a big girl like a Brian Cage or some or, or a Moose she or somebody already beat Brian Cage though. I, that's I, the I, problem. I know that's the problem. And it's not gonna happen because he's gone now. Uh huh. I just that's wild. Here's my thing, and everybody thought that Moose was like taking up for her because he's trying to be a company man and he he trying to get it good. With uh. I want to see him keep that same energy when there's a match and he got a cell phone. And he lose. Yep. Keep the same energy, player. Yeah, see, even even with China, China wasn't beating top tier guys. Mm-hmm. China she didn't win the title. She won. She won the IC title. She won IC title. She won uh, European title. She won stuff like that. But she was pinning guys like Val Venus. <laughs> she was she was pitting people like Road Dog. She wasn't doing that to the Rock. She wasn't doing that to Stone Cold. She wasn't doing that to, she wasn't doing that to the Undertaker. We don't know what they did behind closed doors. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so she wasn't doing that kind of stuff. 
to those top tier guys. Yeah. Even when people, people they, they, they try to make her win, and Stoke will give her a son anyway, like that's probably what should happen. Yeah. But passing the Briscoe, she can whoop their ass. Yeah. It'll be it'll be more believable. And uh, I don't know because see now it's like you, you impact you had the moment. Mm-hmm. I know you try to get eyes on the TV because there's nobody watching anymore. That'd be a perfect swag way for you. Oh, because segment. don't worry, I'm getting right into that. <laughs> I'm getting right into that because uh, so nobody you know, they try to get all the pussy they can. This would just they, they back them into the corner. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of uh, not watching anymore, Impact Wrestling was banned from Twitch <laughs> last week. <laughs> <laughs> for a segment that RVD did with his legit girlfriend. That's his real girlfriend. I don't know about the other girl. His girl well, got a girlfriend. Well, <laughs> well, well yeah. I'm telling you, that's his girlfriend's girlfriend. Woo. So, look, peep this. I want to know what happened because I didn't see it. I'm going to have to find it. Uh, So, RVD has his new heel character now, right? With Katie Force, who's his real girlfriend. Yeah. And they just, RVD is living his best life he now. He's living a midlife crisis in real time in front of us. In, in front of us. Going there and doing all kinds of sexual shit with him. I mean, she is like stripper talented. She might have been. I don't know. You know, it's, it's to the point where I'm just like, I don't know if you can do all this shit today, you know what I'm saying, in front of these cameras. So Obviously it, not, because then you'll get banned. Well, that's from Twitch. <laughs> okay, so obviously Impact was getting some audiences on Twitch who didn't have access TV. So after his win against Brian Cage uh, at a Hard to Kill pay per view, he has a segment with his. Uh, he's in. He's in a bed with just a robe on. Then his girl, Katie Phobes, gets into the bed with him. They're blurring out her titties. That's hilarious. Oh. So she got nothing on. Like she got like one of thin type of uh like kind of like brawl things on. Uh huh. But the titties is popping through, right? Of course. But then of course. she brings her girlfriend on. And she get on the other side of the bed. Now mind just already's cutting his promo. They're kissing on him and everything like that, and then he bring out the whipped cream. Oh shit. And I mean putting it all in his mouth, putting it all across their chest, so they ain't got nothing on there. Now I gotta find this segment because I didn't believe that it I was this bad. I really did I thought about that. I was like, maybe they just being playing it safe. Well, I thought it was like Edge and Lita. I thought it was like Edge and Lita. No. They is in there touching all on each other, getting they a little shot kid. Porn. It, yeah. That's basically what it was. That's what it was in wrestling. So they was uh you know, uh, putting the whipped cream on, e- on each other, and then uh, they uh, was uh, you know obviously eating it off of each other, and then Robin then stuffed his face in both women's titties, eating off the whipped cream, and the whipped cream is all around his mouth, and it's still around the, the titties, there, and, they, and, they, and they're still grinding and kissing up on it. I'm just like, yo, bruh, this is a legit. Porn before we get into the hardcore stuff, and then then, then the promo went off. So the bad acting. The ba- <laughs> <laughs> so after the, a, after that happened, 
they said, oh no, we are cutting off Impact Wrestling from Twitch completely. And when that news came out, they took down the video everywhere. Now, once again, you know what you probably can find it on? Probably can find it on Pornhub. <laughs> you right. You right. You know, real shit. Right. the incognito browser. Yeah. <laughs> real shit, you probably can find it on Pornhub. Because they put out the stuff on there that's not even... Like, exactly. stuff that get banned that's not porn. It just be on there. I mean, Candace Michelle Godet commercials was on Pornhub before. So... Did they, did, did they probably have, have so, Am I the only one who's seen this video? I think so. Yeah, I, mean, I'm I didn't see it. Because, like I said, it was on... Uh, I actually watched it on Impact's YouTube channel. Before they took it down? Before they took it down. And I was just like, oh my God, they can't be serious. This is a porno. They were really trying to get some views. They want y'all to come back next week. Yeah, and you know what's funny? I'm like, so, right now, Impact is trying to fight to get that, that, their positioning back on that. But once again, see, Impact has a history of not listening to advertisers. Spike TV told them, don't do no violence to Dixie Carter, and we won't take you off, off the network. They powerbombed through a table. They got off Spike TV. And they ain't been on a legit network since. They have a thing where they, they want to do, they want to be... Paul Heyman style edgy. They want to be so edgy to the point. I'm like, you can be edgy, but uh, not straight porn. I say you can be edgy, but not do. (laughs) I don't even know. Like, where's the line, bro? Where is the line for them? Uh, Rob's house, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, like I said, I, I was like, I was trying to find it so I could show you guys for the podcast. I was like, I cannot find. It, anyway, I mean, there's still shots of it now. If you go on Google, I've but, seen the the still shots. Yeah, but I was just like, yo, they are legit having about to have a threesome right now, and you need to take this off of Twitch because Twitch and YouTube are very they're very strict, very strict oh, yeah. on content like that. And since they don't have like a legit network, and first of all, if they had a legit network, they would be able to play that thing anyway. They will access TV. I doubt Mark you would even see that. You probably haven't seen it now. Nope. But uh, uh, wait. So so wait. What that RVD makes a comment about uh? He didn't give a shit. This RVD probably high as hell would have happened. <laughs> Did you y'all? Oh, you didn't see it. Q, you see the meme that's like, where were you when RVD and Val Venus switched uh switch gimmicks? It is a picture of Val Venus not. holding a jar of weed. Hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. I did not see that. So, uh, Robin did put on his Twitter. He was just like, new t-shirt idea. Rob Van Dam. Yeah, or nay. Uh, Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Clever. So, uh, he's still playing. Because right now, he's a heel now. And Robin Dam rarely ever been like an actual big ass heel before in wrestling so uh, it's something new for especially like I said with, with, with his girlfriend uh, Katie Force who I think is a very attractive lady but I'm just saying but I'm just like you had to work at a strip club before damn bro it's not on it's not on uh, Pornhub either it's not Pornhub either no damn it's gone girl. we are searching Pornhub if you ain't podcast. see it you ain't see it it means <laughs> it, it's one of those type of things I knew curiosity was going to kill the cat anyway, so I had to go see if it was. I just, I was like, I, it can't be as bad as they making it seem. No, I mean it's like it, but, it's, it's sophomore. I, I mean, 
I mean, it's honestly, it's, it's, it's soft porn, so, you know, but I, I just had to, I had to bring that up also. Um, also, what I want to bring up, speaking of uh, soft porn, uh, did anybody see <laughs> the comments that the Joker Triple made about Paige? Bruh, he had to I, apologize I, for I saw, I saw the comment, and I was like, sir, what were you thinking? Like, you why, what were you thinking? <laughs> I just, that would have made more, it would have made more sense if it was a man you were making this comment about, but what? I, I just, I don't know. So, the the article I have right here, which I am actually looking, is this the New York Post? Yes, New York Post, actually. Really? Oh, wow. So, I read here, it says, Paul Trubich, uh Levesque, Issues that a public apology was after making a lewd remarks about W Star Page, which ignited outrage on Twitter. The former wrestler, who has been the W's executive VP of talent, live events, and creative since 2013, made the comments earlier this week while discussing the futures of Edge and Page, two superstars whose careers were derailed by neck injuries. Yep. So this is I quote what Triple H said. When you're talking about people as talented as Edge, Page, who wouldn't want them to return? I'm a fan just like everyone else, Triple H said at the time. I would love to see them step into the ring and compete. More importantly than that, though, I would love to see them live long, healthy lives. Edge has kids. Paige, maybe. She probably has some some she doesn't know of. Sir, that don't make no sense. I'm sorry. I can't. Um, I can't do that. She, had, she kept it all, read it all like her boy. Well, exactly was. My man is just like, I'm like, sir, you can't have locker room talk in interviews. Nah, yeah, you That's can't do dumb that. shit you say because well, you're man. alone with your homies. You know what? That's how we hang on Floyd too much. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. That yeah. don't have nothing to do with nothing. I'm going to play it for for some. And I was just like, I was like, damn, Triple H. I, I was that like, was yeah. fucked up. And then, uh, and then Paige tweets back saying, uh, even my boss jokes about me. No wonder you guys still do it too. And I was just like, you know. She's not wrong. She, she, she's not wrong. And, you know, uh, it's, it's a very ignorant and very, you know, uh, just reckless tweet about it. Because, you know, you still talk, talk, talk about that. We already talked about, if you don't know about, about the whole sex tape with her and Brad Maddox and Xavier Woods. You know, then don't need to bring that shit back up either. No, but uh, yeah, I I just want I just want to bring it up and, and get y'all thoughts so on, on on the comment real quick that uh. But then her boyfriend tweeted something, and then I so I I then saw the backlash from him tweeting like you're the last person to talk, and I'm like, who is this guy? Talk talk Triple H. Uh, they talking about her boyfriend shouldn't be talking about nothing because apparently he is. Uh, like he was involved in a murder or something. I don't. Hmm. Oh no. I see now, cause see, I wish I had gotten the whole. I wish I had gotten the whole thing. Why not? Because it's like a whole. It was like a whole backlash from it, and I was just like, okay. I don't know. When I, if I come across uh, the article about it, I'll let y'all know. All right. Well, um, also, okay, so the move on past, I just want to bring that up. Uh, some good news, finally. AEW 
is being has a contract extension due twenty twenty three, which is going to give them another show during the week. Okay. So now AW's been doing so good on TNT that the president of TNT TBS and True TV uh, spoke about as a new deal. He's talking about all elite wrestling, and uh, they are planning to invest into another TV uh, uh, TV show. So kind of like you have Raw SmackDown on major com- on major networks, they're going to do the same thing also. Now, granted, I don't know when the show's going to be, but if it's if if Wednesday night dynamite, because I don't think they want to move from uh, NXT. Heck no, they seem to be beating their ass in the ratings every week, so why not? But uh, I can see them doing like an old school WCW show, like on Saturday, and like when they had WCW Saturday night for an hour. But once it's going to be like whenever they, yeah, whenever they do them uh, AEW dark episodes. Yeah, what uh, they put those on YouTube, so. I'm curious to see what's going to happen, but uh, your guys thoughts on AEW having another show? Oh shit! Oh, uh, what, what happened? Hey. I was reading what her boyfriend did. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I, I want to know oh. how you feel about AEW real quick. Oh no, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's good. I'm glad they got a, a contract extension and everything, but I really would not care to see another show. Until they work out the kinks and the content they already got. Mm-hmm. Well, I know this this show probably won't be coming until way later this year or even twenty twenty one. Well, I don't know how quick they go. They they can move everything, but there's still some production things and qualities that I like to see them do better at. Also, but uh, you know, I'm actually happy to, to see them get new shows. It's gonna be like wrestling all over again back in the day with the. Nitro and Raw, and then you had Thunder and SmackDown. Then I had WWE Saturday Night and Velocity, and then you know, there was just so much wrestling from different companies at that time. Nobody cares about Impact on Tuesdays now, so no. Like, like, I didn't like, even know when Impact came on. I mean, I saw them either. I didn't really get the access TV, so the only time people was watching was on Twitch. I can't do that now. What we doing, Mark Cuban? So like I said, so can't do it now on the Twitch thing. But yeah, so. Okay, how you feel about it? Because I know you said not watch the AEW show yet. Um, yeah, I haven't. That's just because of work. But, um, nah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm here for people getting their money, man. So, I mean, congrats on that. Y'all do got to work out your regular show. But from what I've been seeing, though, it is pretty entertaining when I watch the uh, highlights on YouTube. It is pretty hilarious. Like, it is pretty entertaining. So, I like what I'm seeing, you know, in them clips. I just got to, I mean fun time to actually watch the whole episode. I was hoping it would start airing. You know how uh, Hulu be getting Raw and SmackDown the day after. Yeah. I was hoping they would do that, but I guess not. So, whatever. You know, They probably haven't worked out a deal with a streaming platform yet. Yeah, I was saying, because I'm pretty sure they, they were a deal with Hulu, then, you know, we could be set to watch stuff on Hulu or try to backlog. Wherever all the TNT stuff usually airs. I don't know what any TNT shows for, though. TNT uh, sh- like originals? I don't even know no more. <laughs> I, I, really, I don't know. Nah, I ain't watched. The only thing I know about is Bones. The Bones is done. Yeah. So there's a reruns. Nip, Nip Tuck is FX, so. Where did that come from? Okay. I, I was just thinking different shit, as I really was. So I, I didn't know anything. Uh, so I'm going to finish off the podcast uh, myself with the Wednesday Night War between AEW and NXT. Pretty good when we had the, uh, Bianca Belair win the Battle Royal and when it was AEW bash at the beach setting so 
We'll be right back. They going to the Bahamas. You damn right. So I'll be right back there with the review before I close out the show. So we're back with the Wednesday night war between NXT and AEW. And of course, um, joining me on this one is not my co-host uh, Q-Flow or Lady Sketch that was previously heard on the podcast. You're dealing with uh, me and not Dion Sanders for primetime. What's up, y'all? It's me, the PR. I am me. Yeah, you can expect to mostly hear me and primetime do these Wednesday night wars because Q-Flow usually is working uh, very hard on Wednesday, so he doesn't get a chance to catch up with NXT or AEW. And then uh, my wife, you know, works enough along with working at home with the baby. So, you know, uh, we're going to have the Wednesday night war be our thing. So, okay, okay. <clears throat> so I'm cool with that. So, uh, I was very excited about this Wednesday War, and honestly, I did not know who to pick. Because, honestly, bias this alone, Bash at the Beach was going to take it for me because it's Bash at the Beach. And I have already told y'all how much of a WCW fan Mark I am. But, we got to be fair, right? Okay. Yep. So, first off, NXT this week. So, NXT got a couple of things going on for us. So, they got the Worlds Collide pay-per-view coming up this uh, next weekend. And, and I got to say, the card, oh, the card looks amazing. Yeah, for Worlds bro, I'm about to say, that the, the, Worlds, uh, the Worlds Collide thing really does look good. It really does. So, I'm uh. I'm excited. I'm actually excited for it because I know how I feel because uh, I don't know the UK pe- talent that well because I don't watch the UK. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, if you want to at the end, do you want to do predictions or whatever? Or... Oh, no, 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 because we're going to do predictions on the next podcast along with the Royal Rumble and stuff. Oh, duh. What am I thinking? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's it's all good because I do got some bold predictions here. Okay, okay. But <clears throat> NXT starts off because uh, uh, we see Keith Lee uh, win the opportunity to face Roddy Strong for the North American Championship. But uh, he gets jumped by the Undisputed Era at the beginning of the show. By and, the way, uh-huh. he had like a beatdown, but uh, you might hear me say this more than once tonight or today or whatever. Whenever uh-huh. people listen to this, like... The Undisputed Era are a smart team, right? Like, they are smart, but when they fighting, they seem so dumb sometimes. I can agree with that. It's like, especially at this point, he's like taking out all four of them. It's like, I know you want to give him a shine, but... Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, no, I, I really agree with you, but then, uh, as it be that Keith Lee, Tommaso Ciampa arrives back up and then he goes and chases them away but uh Keith Lee has already you know been, been attacked but this is not going to be the, and, huh I just want to say and they do the chair thing they put his leg in the chair and they actually stop it yeah <laughs> it's like that 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 used to put people left for, for months they used to be they, they injury you but know? not when you're the limitless legion and he got up and like like walk, like he he didn't sell it. He didn't like get injured. He, he was like, "No, I'm gonna walk." Yeah, like, bro, if you don't win the title next week, then all this shit was for nothing. <laughs> it really was. Uh, then we got uh, 
one of our first tag team matches for the Dusty Rose Class, uh, Classic finishing out round one. The Broserweights, uh, which is Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, taking on Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster in uh, one of the first rounds. I'm surprised they made the show. I swear, they almost died. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you, I don't know if you seen the, uh, the UK takeover. They almost died. No, I miss it. Were they in the ladder match? Yes. Oh man, I, I heard that was brutal. <laughs> yes, they. I swear they almost died. Oh my god! But, uh, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> good matchup by these two. Uh, I was actually surprised that Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews actually hung in there with Matt Riddle and uh, Pete Dunne. But after that, that, that Rip Courtney, uh, the Broserweights pick up the win to advance in the Dusty Classic. So I actually like the Dusty Classic being these makeshift teams. Cause see, like the makeshift teams is the one that gets the furthest in the Dusty Classic. But how how do you prefer? Do you do you like the makeshift teams or do you like uh, the actual tag teams? I mean, me personally, it is a tag team classic. I just want to put respect on the tag teams. Just saying. I I do agree. You're right. You're absolutely like, right, right. I I do like that they have makeshift tag teams, but I don't think every single year a makeshift tag team should just be, like, beating and outsmarting the team that's been together for, like, three or four years. I'm just saying. You know. You know what? No, no. You are right for that. You are right for that. But I do <coughs> like it. Like, I, I, I'm not going to complain because I did like when Pete Dunne and Ryder Strong went to the finals with AOP and Undisputed there. So, I like them, but it's like, you know. Uh-huh. Sometimes I wish the teams would, like, outsmart them. Or, you know, because we've been together for how long, so we know what to do in certain situations or whatever. You're absolutely right. And speaking of stuff that... It, uh, let's push the repeat button because the same thing that happened at the beginning of the show <laughs> happened again. Literally the same exact thing. Except you take out Keith Lee and you put in Tommaso Ciampa and then you take out Tommaso Ciampa and put in Johnny Gargano. <laughs> and I was like, okay, now you know what? NXT is good and doing a lot of things, but this right here wasn't it. Yeah, especially him beating up the whole Undisputed uh, Era by himself. I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know about you, but at first, see, my mom was everywhere when I was watching this, so at first I thought maybe um, either Keith Lee was going to come out or like somebody like Imperium was going to come out. Like, my mom was not on Johnny Gargano. It wasn't it because he got something going on with Finn Balor, but that's not until TakeOver Portland because... Yeah. DIY after um, tonight is going to reunite for one, one time only and Worlds Collide. Yeah, you know, Worlds Collide. So, just in a storyline standpoint, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> they were friends, then they broke up. They didn't really, you know, they were just friends again because he got injured. Then, they broke up again, and now they're just friends again because he got injured again. So, I guess yeah. whenever they fight, they just one of them just get injured and they make up. Exactly because they, they they never really put a cap on the story. Yep. They never. So uh, maybe maybe after this match tomorrow. No, I'm kidding. I'm about to say because they they just never finished the fucking story. I'm just like, oh. it is kind of frustrating when that happens. And it's not their fault when they get injured. So you know. Uh well. In a way, it can be. I mean, if you want to be taking fucking 
1960s to the spiked on the head like that go get or or oh, well, yeah yeah. Uh, Chopper won't be doing these crazy ass stunts and then we get this off injury. I'm like, look, y'all gotta reserve yourselves for the payoff. But uh, yeah, so that's what the second was. Next matchup for the first round is the Grizz the, the grizzled young veterans taking uh-huh. on a team of Koshida and Alex Shelley for the Motor City Machine Guns. And there's one thing in the UK, if you hate Zach Gibson, you take your shoe off. That's what they was doing. Oh. If you caught but yeah. But, uh, yeah, Alex Shelley, the tag team legend, the tag team specialist, the technician, the man, him and a few others changed the way cruiserweights look at wrestling. And he got beat. Got, I was like, oh. You, you know wow. what? He, you know. Miss, he didn't miss a beat, though. He because, did, especially him to retire last year and just come back like that. Yeah, because him and Koshida was like on the same pulse or doing different combination moves. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? You can really come back and just do this again if you want to. Yeah, I mean, like, but seriously, like, the way that they built him up got you thinking like, oh, they're going to win. Oh, these guys have been a tag team for years and... They're finally coming back together, and Alex Shelley is signing with the company, and they lose. Like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, cause uh, the grizzled young veterans <clears throat> hit the move they call "Ticket to Mayhem" on Alex Shelley for the win. So, like, just imagine if you like, if you never heard of Alex Shelley, though. Aside from them talking about how great he is, you never heard of him, and you see him, and they build him up like that. You're like, oh, he trashed it. He just gonna lose. You know, you know, he he, he remind me of they didn't build him up even more. Yeah, man, yeah. Said that who could be very impressive. <laughs> Literally, in the ring. looks exactly like Everborn right now. Yeah, they got the same haircut and all. Exactly. <laughs> that whole oh my, uh, man, said that thing where they where they build them up in the match and does all these crazy ass moves, but still loses. <laughs> just uh, I'm still I'm still just imagining we had the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, with yeah, all right. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> It's all right. Uh, <clears throat> next is a spot to uh, is to earn a spot in the cruiserweight fatal four way spot match. Uh, well, close, but uh, in the cruiserweight championship fatal four way match at Worlds Collide, it's Isaiah Swerve Scott taking on Leo Rush and Tyler Breeze. If you want to uh, talk about somebody, minute. huh? Wait a minute. You say Tyler Breeze? I said Tyler Breeze. Isn't Tyler Breeze in a tag team, an established tag team? He is, but right now they want to show off his singles competitive, you know, his, his competitiveness. Because you know, honestly, wow. if you were talking about a sore thumb, he ain't fit in this match at all. He didn't. He didn't. But uh, <coughs> who else wanted to put him there? A character's hour? Like they they use him a lot. No, so I was like no. This should have just been Swerve and Rush. I think it, I think they, it should have been somebody else in there because they literally they literally just had this match like I think two weeks in a row in uh two or five live so they yeah. had to ask somebody else. I mean, I get it. Uh, the match was excellent. First of all, Tyler Breeze, like I said, was really the third man. He 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 only had a good spot where he gives Isaiah Swerve he gives Swerve a German suplex while he gives Leo Rush a superplex inside the ring. But there was just one spot where Leo was on the apron and Swerve was about to hit him but Rush does a backflip off the apron but meanwhile 
Swerved as a front handspring that Cash's owner used to do. Uh-huh. On the outside of the ring, and they both land face to face, looking at each other. That uh-huh. shit was sick. It is. It is. It would have been like I swear. I'm not even trying to be like a contradiction or anything. It would have been so like the best if that would have been the first time that we seen it. But like they retweeted it so many times when they did it on Two Five Live. I'm like, all right. It's like you. Right. I wish they would have saved it. I really wish they would have saved it. I, I I'm just so lucky that I don't watch Two or Five Live like that anymore. I don't either. But they, they like reposted it on like Twitter so much. That's like Seth Rollins doing his uh Superplex Falconer for the first time on oh. like main event. And then doing it on like a pay per view. Gotcha. So like nobody watched it, so I guess they was testing it out. But then it was like, look at this cool move. Look at this cool move on Two or Five Live. Watch Two or Five Live. So I looked at the move, and then I was like, well, it's good. Well, it, it, it really was good. Uh, high, yeah, it's uh, very it's good. It's a uh, dope move, though. Yeah. yeah uh, high actually going on here. Uh, swerve. First of all, a line near fall. Swerve hits that. Uh, Step up kick that he does. I like that shit though. Yeah, yeah. And it's always sexy. Uh, but then Rush comes out of nowhere with the. What, what does he call that? Fox Flash? The final hour. No, for the final hour. Close near fall. Tyler Breeze does break that joint up. But then uh, for Tyler Breeze's uh, punishment, he gets that um, JML driver. By yeah, I, this, I think this is the first time he ever used that because he usually used that kick as his, as his finisher. Yeah, but uh, I would rather him use the kick just because the JML driver just looked dangerous. Honestly, you know, the, 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 real talk. The the the, the 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 issue I have with the, with the JML driver is the person you're doing it to has to really sell the move. They, yeah, and tuck their head at the right time. Exactly. They they the ones who gotta like stretch up and then fold themselves in, and I'm like, man, I can see a lot of shit going wrong with that one. That's kind of like the Styles Clash when it first kind of started. Everybody was falling on their neck and breaking their necks and stuff. But, uh, yeah, because they, 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 it's it's kind of the, the pedigree when it first started. Oh my god! No, no, no nobody knew how to take the pedigree. Oh, uh, especially that one dude. Yeah, uh, rest piece his neck. Uh, we got. A battle royal for the opportunity for the NXT Women's Championship at Takeover Portland. So that's going to be that's going to be the one in February after uh, Worlds Collide. It's, it's not going to be the WrestleMania. I'm surprised they're not having a WrestleMania weekend takeover. Yeah, well, this is in place of the takeover. And honestly, uh, they should have just called it NXT Takeover. I don't know Worlds Collide. I don't know. So it still could have been a takeover. Honestly, it's just basically is a takeover. So. We had a lot of women in this matchup. A lot of a lot of women. Some some new signees. Some people, I guess, they just trying out. Exactly. Uh, so, of course, you have Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, Shayna Baszler. I was shocked Shayna Baszler came out for this match because I was like, I got her in the Royal Rumble. I mean, yeah, everybody's saying Shayna. I think Shayna is going to stay. I think she's going to stay, honestly. In NXT? Yeah, not for long. Just like for for now, like for the time being, just like kind of relax and chill. No, I want her on the main roster to take that shit from Becky. But uh, Tia Knox, Candice LeRae, Vanessa Bourne, uh, the, the, the returning Kathy 
Cat Zero. I always get her name wrong. I always get her name wrong. Casey Cat Zero. Casey Cat Zero. There you go. I always get her name wrong. Casey. Yeah, Casey. Ricochet's girl. Yeah, Ricochet Lady. Um, home girl who did the splash and evolve and killed herself. With yeah, the green hair. I, I thought she was dead. Yeah, yep. Zia Lee, the Diana Perazzo, Miriam, uh, new dark skinned black girl. <laughs> Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell. See, look, that's why you here, bro. And no, uh, I, I mean I've been following her for a while. She she, she good. Yeah, impressive. And um, <laughs> no pun intended. That's how that's how yeah. impressive. Oh yeah. Uh, Sicaro's girl before he left. Yeah. Uh. Catalina, I think it's her name now, but I think her name was Caitlyn when she was uh in NXT. Yeah, and uh, Caitlyn Carter. And uh, Mercedes Martinez. Merce- and the, the Mercedes Martinez. AEW is stupid right now. I'm calling them out right now. AEW is purely stupid because they had a chance to sign this woman. And she, she's a veteran of the business, and she is damn good. And now they, they, they let that slip through the hands, and now she at NXT. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I'm sorry for stuff that's going on outside behind me. But, uh, so, what they do is you trim the fat of this matchup. Uh, Vanessa Bourne, did, did they have a moment where she was, like, hanging on her feet and everything? But, uh, she, uh... Falls outside the ring. I forgot who does who used to do that spot back in the day. But uh, Tegan Knox is on the top rope and uh, trying not to get eliminated. Dakota oh Kai comes God. out and eliminates Tegan Knox. She eliminates her and threw the thing. I don't even think she was suspended to hit her right in the face. Uh-huh. But she hit her right in the face. And knowing how Dakota is. Yeah. Uh, she been she, reckless with that with that knee brace. Yeah, but like I know, like in real life, I know she probably hit a slap. Oh, I'm so sorry, but then she had to play her character cool. Yeah, so she hit us like, yeah, I meant to do that in your face. So, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> uh, there, there's a standoff between Shayna Baszler and Mercedes Martinez. Great, uh, yeah. is it protege and uh, trainee, uh, whatever you call it. Exactly, but they eliminated Shayna Baszler so I was like okay there's still a chance for her to go to the Rumble because I'm not putting her in the battle world just to have her fucking lose again like that to be yeah, yeah. and uh, Shotzi Blackheart eliminated Shayna Baszler which is you know kind of like her I guess you can say her Maven yeah, her, thing her Maven whatever, you know. yeah so, it, so it, it, cool. it comes it comes down uh, after all the women are uh, getting eliminated it comes down to Bianca Belair and Io Shirai after they toss out Candice LeRae, right? Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, uh, was it Candice? I don't think it was Candice. I don't think. It was, uh... Mm, I can't remember. I don't think it was Candice, though. Maybe okay. it was. Alright. Um, so, I was just like, well, there have been reports... The Eo oh, Shirai. no, it was, it was Shotzi Blackheart, actually. It was Shotzi Blackheart. Okay, yeah. There have been reports that Eo Shirai has not been happy. So yeah, I figured... she's not been happy. She was she wants to be evil with evil. Uh-huh. Was a wrestler in New Japan, it's her fiance. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, just her, she's not been happy, and she's, you know, kind of upset. So she wants... So I figured, all right, well, she she got the win here. Let me tell you how Bianca... <laughs> nah, ain't the she ain't she not the Usos. She don't... She can't get no kind of opportunities where she could uh, 
do whatever she wants and then get a title shot. You're right. You're absolutely right. That, 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 that Jimmy was so special. So, my thing is, uh, this has probably been one of the best exchanges in a battle royal slash royal rumble between two people that I've seen, especially for the women. Because I thought this was going either way. Yeah, and especially when you know that they both at the top of the card, so you don't know which one they want exactly. Exactly. So, Bianca Belair's on the apron, so the issue right. She, she's kicking her in the knees, and then they're doing all these teases. And Bianca Belair, he was, was on, on the top rope, and then uh, Io Shirai uh, was, was just, just got to do a, a, a Frankensteiner, and Belair called out that she was going to toss her out, and she didn't. And I was like, which way is this fucking going after a while? Cause I was getting so damn paranoid. But I, well, after seeing it, I was like, I had my, my best set on Io Shirai. But then, Bianca Belair has her up in the KOD, but it just launches Io Shirai yeah. over the top rope. And wins. She was gonna lay on the apron, then she hit her off. Nah, she just went straight to the floor. She went straight to the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, that that's a launch for your ass right there. And uh, Bianca Belair wins the matchup. I was actually kind of shocked. I was shocked, but I was like, yeah, it would make sense for Bianca to, to face her at Takeover Portland because they might not, you know, switch it because it's kind of too early. But. You know, I'm still kind of upset at what they did, you know, from back in the day with Bianca because she should have beat Shayna because she has so much behind her going. But, but know, yeah, I'm saying, but, uh, but I, I think they, they wanted to wait to say she was ready. Now, once again, I don't know if, if she's ready just yet, but like I said, because Rhea Ripley right I now. I mean, yeah, she wasn't ready, but you can't build her up. Have her be universally liked by everybody. Do the whole undefeated thing. Have her lose. It's like, oh... Everybody was in love with Bianca. Now everybody still like her, but it's not like, not like it was, you know. It ain't like it was. You're right, but you know what? Minute, well, I mean, because right now going against Rhea Ripley, she's the clear heel going into this matchup. Yep. Bianca is. Yep. All right, so that was NXT. Now it's time wait, for. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! One more thing we forgot. Just one. Just one. We, we forgot. Because I, I really, I really had to talk about this because it's so crazy. The was in the parking lot. And they just talking. Honest through the air, trying to attack them. And the King Lee comes out of nowhere. Yo, and launches and like three people in the bush. Yo, I forgot about that. He lost the fuck. <laughs> oh them in God. the bushes, man. Launched and he, the hell I don't think he was trying to go in the bushes, but his momentum just carried him into the bushes. Yeah, I was like, so, that man is pissed. And then he, he talks to people in the car. He tossed this dude on the truck. It was like, yeah, he's upset after being attacked. And it's like, yeah, Roddy, it's either, if Roddy don't lose, it has to be like a, like a, you know, one of them coming out and attacking him, and then they all jump on him or something. Like it can't just be just a straight clean loss. Yeah, he's, bro, you ain't, you ain't never lied. You ain't never lied. I, I, I agree with you. He he should be. He should definitely be the one after all, all this. Uh yeah, I'm sorry I forgot I forgot to you know don't go back to that. But then now let's go to AEW Dynamite from January fifteenth, Bash at the Beach edition. So yep. for those who's the fans of WCW, this is one of the pay per views they had where they had the whole beach theme, and I loved it. Uh, Cody had the Don Johnson you know, Miami Vice look on. It would have been so much better if they would have did it this week. It would have made so much sense. Exactly with, with the Jericho Cruz and everything. 
Yes, they're on the cruise. <clears throat> that would have been the perfect time to have Dash at the beach. It would have been. But, you know, it's, you know, hey. Now, you never know. They may have part two because when we see Dynamite, it, it's supposed to be on the cruise, right? Yes, it's on the ship. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I, I need to go on one of Jericho rocking cruises, man. How, how are they? Hey, I'm going next year. I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going next year. They announced part three or the or the third wave or whatever they call it. Yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm say, but I'm going to go because first time I missed it, I was like, okay, you know, maybe next year it be better or it'll be okay. Next year they announced AEW and a live show. It's bigger and better. So, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, we start off with... A fatal four-way tag team matchup for the opportunity to face SCU on the cruise next week for the AEW Tag Team Championships. We have we start right into the match too, like no entrances or anything. Exactly. So I kind of like straight to action. So we got a fatal four-way tag team match, player. Let's go, let's get some ladders out here, player. No, <laughs> we, we 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 don't we, we don't have the Armageddon thing going on, but we have Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega taking on Santana and Ortiz, the best friends. Your favorite uh, and the Young Bucks. Great action here. Great sequence of Adam Page and Kenny Omega doing the whole uh, uh, st- standing shooting star press into the bouncing off the moonsault type thing. They have some good chemistry together. Uh, of course, they did. Okay. Highlight of the match had to be the Orange Cassidy spot. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like any match he's a, he's a part of. Or the, the faces are trying to get the whole Tower of Doom thing going. Yeah. And uh, Orange Cassidy just gives us a little bit of help to to teat the to teat the thing over. Now I don't mind spots like that, but you know what I hate. Yeah, they they did it too, didn't they? Yeah, I hate that pile <laughs> spot. I hate it. And of course, what was it Chucky e. T suplexes one the the, the Bucks out there? Suplexes like uh, Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson top, yep. or all of the standing waiting to catch these people. I hate the pile up spot. Look, I don't care what anybody says. If y'all listen to this podcast, y'all know. Way before CM Punk said it, I did not like the pile up spot. I hate the pile up spot, but I think the worst one. I, the worst one I think I probably ever seen was WrestleMania twenty five. Show, bitch, show, bitch. Uh, yeah, bro. Because Kane wasn't nowhere near, and he still <laughs> fell. Oh, my yeah. God. He's like, oh, 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 oh. I was like, stop it, stop it. Okay, I, and everybody fell down thirty seconds ago. Kind of late to the party. Exactly. Uh, we had a, a, a quick uh super kick super kick party, and we get a uh. A, a blind tag in by Hangman on one of the Young Bucks and then Kenny Omega and Hangman hit that Buckshot V-Trigger combo which gets sexier every time I see it. On, I, I know some people don't like it. I like it. I like it but I, I can understand why some people wouldn't like it because it's not like a <laughs> it's not like a you go down straight away type of thing. Uh-huh. It's like you get hit and then you got you got to just like fall by yourself. You gotta crumble. Yeah, I can understand why. You know, I can understand that. You know, why somebody wouldn't uh-huh. think that that's a finishing move. So, but you know, hey. Yeah. Uh, so they hit that on Trevor Vera, and then they win the matchup. So they are going to face SCU next week. There, uh, there is showing some tension between the Young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page uh, within the Elite. 
In my personal opinion, they should win next week. Okay. Do you think so or no? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think they'll benefit from winning. I still feel like it's like a Hangman is more splitting up from them rather than Kenny and Hangman splitting up. I mean, I I I do agree, but I'm just saying, but SU is doing nothing with them titles right now. Yeah, it's like when they um when they first had the titles, everybody was like, "Oh, the Bucks are going to win." We don't want the Bucks to win because they're you know they're the head of the company. But then the Bucks didn't win, and they gave it to SCU, and not everybody was like, "Well, SCU isn't isn't it either?" So we got to do something else. Exactly. So like, I would have gave it to the Lucha Bros. I would have gave it to the Lucha Bros too, but you know. I guess they want to make it a big thing when they win. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I, I feel like... the I don't feel like the Bucks will have it until, like, maybe September, if they even have it this year. Gotcha. I, I feel like it'll be, like, the Lucha Bros, and then maybe Santana and Ortiz, or somebody from the inner circle. Okay. Uh, Next up, Don Johnson, excuse me, Uh, the American Nightmare Cody uh, comes out... <laughs> To address the MJF match stipulations, so uh, Cody is here, kind of telling. No, I, one thing I don't know, did we talk about this last week by Cody's entrance? Uh, no, we did. Why is his entrance? Why is his regular entrance so ridiculous that his pay per view entrance does not look special at all? Because it, Cody, I tell you, it, <laughs> oh. Mr. Inconsistent. Oh, you gotta have the the angels, the oh, you gotta have all that. Just to come out and say, yeah, I accept. You're right. I do agree with you. So, um, Cody uh, uh, says, I think Max is afraid that the audience might come to the conclusion that perhaps the warlord shouldn't be carrying MJF's bags, but perhaps MJF should be carrying uh, warlords. To me, that was a shot kind of like at Deacon Batista and Devon. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean cuz that's what that's how it turned out to be anyway. Uh Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't he don't seem like nothing special to me. But maybe you got to develop so, you know. Yeah. Then he says when it comes to not touching you, you until revolution, he says I don't need to touch you. MJF, I live rent free inside that head. Everybody knows what you're doing. You're stalling. So, when it comes to your stipulation of the steel cage, I accept when it comes to not touching you until revolution, I accept. And when it comes to ten laughs, you, you know you gotta get that list. <laughs> <laughs> Lashes live on dynamite. I accept. I was like, wait, I I, I, I thought it was gonna be something different on that one. No, I think I think they're gonna do it, but I think uh, MJF is gonna have Arn do it, maybe. Oh shit, that'd be fucked up. Yeah, I think that might be. He might, you know, I'm not gonna do it. Arn here is gonna do it or something. He'll make him do it. Something like that maybe will happen. Uh huh. So uh, uh, yeah. He said, "And I know what it means to have this match revolution. It means I have failed as a mentor, but perhaps I can teach you one final lesson. At Revolution, I'm going to give you your own goddamn scar. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. But yeah, that's uh, good pro by Cody." You know, uh, talking to you, I was like, okay, well, I can't wait to have the match, the steel cage match between them. But uh, the whole ten lashes thing, like I said, if they, they make Arn do it, then you know, 
I guess it would be pretty, pretty cool. I mean, it would be pretty impactful, for us, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the bad boy, Joe Janela. Uh, oh. God, yeah. Was seen a video. Uh, it said Ray Phoenix next week. I don't week. know what happened. I don't know what happened. Like, he's a good promo guy. I don't know what happened. He just slipped up and said, next week we'll I'm going to show you what everyone says. Joe Janela is a bad, bad boy. All right. Well, so that was the start of the crickets because they continued for this next match. And that was the Nightmare Collective, which was Brandy Rose and Mel because Awesome Kong was sick. Okay. Taken or accompanied by Luther, who has proven to be pointless. Yeah, yep. Don't even know who this man is. They built him up. We don't know who he is. Well, they have to do a better job at building people who nobody knows who they are. Uh-huh. But uh, I guess that's what I guess that's what learning it comes on the job. You're right. Uh, versus Chris Statlander and Hakar uh, uh, Thank you, Hakar Shida. Always get that. You know, I was gonna they fucked up. So <laughs> let's talk about how Brandy Rose wrestling has not improved. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else. Brandy did. Okay, never mind. Oh no 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 no! You, you know, uh, I'm gonna talk about it anyway. So because <laughs> this is way more interesting than the match. Uh, so. One uh, <laughs> one moment during the match, Brandon was on the apron, and like cameraman just like zoomed in on the cakes, right? So some somebody posted it on Twitter, or whatever, and she retweeted and said, "Ooh, so much cake they call me buttercream." <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and then Cody responded, he was like. I know all your lit names, but that's not one of them. So uh, I'm gonna call you Buttercream. Basically, it's like, look at my girlfriend's butt, everybody. Look at it. Mm. <laughs> the account that she reposted from it's not even like a regular account. It's like from a, 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 a AEW porn account or something like that. Like I swear, it's like AEW NS. Uh, uh, it's not safe for work or something like that. Oh my god! Like, like Brandy. Okay. <laughs> Brandy, I mean, I understand you got the cake back there, sweetheart, but my God, he she just said, you know, we're going to flaunt all this. Hey, I wouldn't mind, you know, hey. Hey, 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 hey. How Tupac said, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this match, way less interesting. It, it, it was, and Mel had to take the, the, the mo- most of it, and from one match, one night, they made me care less about the Nightmare Collective. Well, I mean, I didn't really care about him to begin with. When she said, we're making a team, me, Awesome Kong, I, I checked out. So. <laughs> he said I checked out. I mean, I like Awesome Kong, though. Awesome Kong is good. I like Awesome Kong, but she hasn't wrestled, like, in years. And when she wrestles, she takes zero bumps. The only bump she takes is on her knees when she's doing the implant buster. That's it. Yeah. So, upon her being, I can understand that she's the muscle, but her actually wrestling and being like the the main wrestler in the group I'm like oh no no gotcha uh video package for the Dark Order has aired and they have been scouting talent such as Michael Nakazawa Kenny Omega Brandon Cutler how sorry does your job have to be when you only scout jobbers (laughs) other than Kenny and Hangman it's like they, they got Michael Nakazawa two other people that I don't know the name of they got Brandon Cutler, and I think they got QT Marshall that they scouting. It's like, ugh, all right. Yeah, you, I mean, you're right. It's not that interesting. 
Uh, the Spanish guy, Sammy Guevara versus John Moxley, uh, with the winner earning a shot to be number contender to be determined next week on Dynamite. Because at the main event, Darby Allen and Pack have a match, and the winner of that is going to go on to face the winner of this one, and then the winner of that match is going to go face Jericho. Yep. So, that's how it's going to go. Uh, you know, Ambrose, excuse me, not Ambrose, Moxley made Guevara look really good in this matchup. Yeah, like he makes everybody. He makes everybody look good that he's been with the, the past couple matches. Yeah. Uh, and the, I like how he brought back the old Dirty Deeds from WWF and spiked. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like that. Yep. Yeah, uh, Guevara on, on his head uh, for a near fall. I kind of uh, want that to be like a, his another finisher for him, too. I agree. Because he had to paradise him when he lifts him up. You said what? But EC3 is trying to use it now, so. When's the last time you ever seen EC3? I don't even know. I can't remember no more. Uh, right. I guess, I, I mean, I would like if he had two finishers. I mean, they both look brutal, so why not? You're right. Uh, <clears throat> same time, it's for Shoe Star Press. And then, uh, but, um, my, my, my box league is out of it. Uh, Sammy Govera goes to the top rope and go for like a moonsault. But then Moxie catches him in a, a nice sleeper hole, and Guevara just taps very quickly. I was like, I wasn't expecting that, but hey, I, hey, I'm not mad at it. And then once again, AW's favorite thing: the lights go out. <laughs> they, they do that a lot. It's like it ain't even like people that got mystical, like they're supposed to be mystical, like just Chris Jericho. Yeah, I'm like, and the lights go out, and I was just like, okay, and they come back on, and the inner circle's in the ring, and they beat down Dean Ambrose, excuse me, John Moxley, and then Jericho takes one of the spikes off his jacket, unscrews it, and then spikes Moxley's eye with the spike. Oh my gosh. It looked devastating. It did, it's kind of like... See, that's like when he fought uh, Bray Wyatt and they had like the kid no stick in the corner facing out. Yeah, oh yeah. The, I was like, yeah. That that was uh, actually kind of, I was I, I was worried for him. I was like, yeah, I can't watch that match because uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't watch that match again because that's like kind of brutal. It is. Uh, so, I wouldn't mind seeing it in the age and I never stop. I, I cannot see that again. <laughs> Uh, so now, one, one thing I don't know if you're gonna talk about this interview or not, but you, have you seen the the, the the female that's interviewing, right? Uh huh. It's like everybody she interviews goes straight, like they looking at her breast the whole time. It's like you know, it's kind of like kind of you know, it's not appropriate. It's not, but it's just like wow. Yeah, but you know she kind of she has her. She like she if she see you she'll say something. I think she she had like an issue with like Brett Favre a couple years ago or something like that. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, I was like if she if she known for having that type of type of thing, why even like wear something like that when you know they're gonna be looking? You right, you right. Uh, uh, oh uh, damn! See, dumb, dumb damn tits got me distracted. Uh. <laughs> The Butcher and the Blade and MJF 
in a six-man tag team match with the natural Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall with the apple, and Diamond Dallas Page. You know, Bang. when me and Diamond's me and Diamond's daughter are gonna do one thing and one thing only, and that's Bang. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the best promo MJ ever. <laughs> yep. And you know oh what? Oh my god. DDP did not look bad in this matchup. He didn't look bad, but um AEW still need to work on their camera work because he came out after being retired for all these years, did his bang, and they cut it when he did the bang. Uh-huh. He cut to the crowd. I was like, why would you not cut to him? Exactly. I don't know. But you know what? DP's old ass, what she should have been doing, dove off the top rope into a what? <laughs> a pile. Well, you know he wasn't going to jump on one person. I you know. know he went about to jump I, on one person what? at 65 years old. I, ex- I excused it, one, because it was DDP, but then I took it back because DDP should have been doing it in the first place. Now, if he would have did it in the ring, then it could have been one person. But if he doing it outside, then you know it's going to be more than, like, three or four. You're right. Uh, imagine if they, they would have went all that. Somebody would have suplexed Diamond Dallas. Oh, shit. Oh. No, no, bro. They, they, they didn't know his heart would have stopped. Uh, MJF. Remember DDP yoga? You're right. MJF rolls up QT Marshall with uh, holds the tights for, for the win for his team, which they should have won in the first place anyway. So... I mean, it was good seeing the old guys in QT, but uh, it's just like, well, it, it, this match is all about DDP and all about seeing him hit some diamond cutters and some some crazy ass splashes. I really wish they would have went out, went all out for this though. But what I, I mean, I, I, like, I'd rather had it at a pay per view though. That's what I'm saying. Like what I'm saying is like that they was building up to DDP and him with that promo that MJF gave. I would have had this at a at a picture you saying this is his comeback match or his like last match or his whatever type of match in AEW against MJF. Not yeah. just a tag team match with QT Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those type of things is by I mean you build it up you, and it was building it up good. So it's like I would at least had it at a pay per view or had it at one of these special event episodes of Dynamite that they have. You right. So now uh, I I didn't see the interview backstage with SCU about the match. Uh, next oh, it was week. just like they were just talking. to Adam Page comes in drunk. He's like, uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you up next week. And Kenny was like, all right, just just calm down, just calm down. You're too drunk. Go home. You're drunk. Basically, yeah. like you know, because he on on BT he has a quote drinking problem, and I guess when he drinks he turns heel or he's bad when he drinks. Okay. Um, uh, main event time, it's Pack versus Darby Allen. The Bastard Pack, excuse me, versus Darby Allen. I did not get chances. Hey, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> I did not get chances to see this matchup because I oh, came in. It was a good match. It was a good match because I seen the end when Moxley came out, you know, and he, he had the bandage over his eye. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good match. You know, it was a crazy match with, like, <laughs> Neville and uh, I mean, ooh, excuse me, Pac, excuse me, Pac and Darby are standing on the steps, and he picks up for a powerbomb and drops him on the steps. Powerbombs are on the steps. Oh, that was nasty. It's like he, they're both—he's standing on the steps with Darby and in the, the powerbomb, and he drops to the floor, and Darby drops on the steps. That's nasty. Uh, so yeah, they got—they did a lot of nasty stuff in this match. 
It was a good match. It's like I did he like, hit the did he hit the coffin drop at least once? Uh, I think he missed it. Of course, uh huh. But I don't think he. I think he. It was. I don't think it was on the apron. I think it was in the ring when he missed it. Okay. But um, it's like it's like a like AEW has good and bad, but like I think the good in AEW, like the people that at the moment can do no wrong, is in my opinion, I think is Orange Cassidy, uh, Darby Allen, and maybe Pat, because them all those three. Like everything they're involved with is is good, in my opinion, so far. Well, well, I mean, you are right. So that was the Wednesday night war for this past week. I want to know right now who takes home the win for you, NXT or AEW? Whew. It's difficult because NXT had a nice main event. They had nice segments. Didn't really like the the. Uh, <laughs> not the grizzle match, the other match. Oh my god, the bros uh-huh. and I like the match, but it's like it was just like it's a typical match that I knew was gonna win. While AEW, they had a good, you know, thing with Moxley going on, the good story with Moxley, the good match, and the good opener. So I might be leaning over to AEW this week. All right, I uh, see. So me, both shows very hard. Like I said. The bash at the beach thing was, was was really taking me over for it. Cause I, I was I, I I'm a mark for all that shit. But then I see the main event. I was like, that main event is good from NXT. But then I, I'm pretty sure I didn't pack it. Neville probably killed it. So I'm gonna go with AEW this week uh, for the win. So once again, guys, you guys can post out how you feel about who won between the Wednesday Night Wrestle War. And next week we'll be back for Jericho's cruise ship. So. I can't wait to see what, what how that's gonna turn out. And look, because uh, I just want to say two more things before we leave. Uh huh. Darby did hit the coffin drop from the apron to the outside. He he, he hit it to Pac. Damn. Was standing. All right. And one, <laughs> Pac was in the middle of talking, and Moxley came out in an ambulance. Oh, old school style. Yes, he came out in an ambulance. Talk about I'm I'm not gonna. Uh, I got one eye, but I'm not dead yet. So you got your match. Cause he was talking about uh, forfeiting. He was talking about Moxley forfeiting because because of his eye. Oh wow! So, yeah, that's yeah. Got a couple of nice things happen. You're right. So uh, make sure you guys uh, stay tuned for next week. And right now, enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, everybody. So that's going to end uh, the podcast for this week. Glad everybody can join me next week. Is or is we recording this on Monday before Saturday? We gotta do another podcast because we gotta do our Royal Rumble predictions. Mm-hmm. And it looks like NXT Worlds Collide is gonna be a legit show to the thing, so I'm thinking that's gonna charge towards our fantasy points. All right, so that that's on Saturday, so we gotta make sure we get it up because I know I'm gonna be busy on Saturday. I, you know, my kids got a kid's birthday party to go to, yay, parenting. Yep, so much fun. Yeah, I'll be it, it, it's not all day on Saturday, so I know we I, I gotta come back to some more pockets. So I'm planning on doing this on uh, Thursday and Friday, getting the predictions out there to you guys. And of course, Royal Rumble's on Sunday, so we all at Q Flow's house. Yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, I'm just letting you know that uh, I will order a pepperoni pizza on the side personally. Just saying, 
I, I know our man don't like the pepperoni. I say, but you know, buffalo chicken be hot. But you know, can't go against my pepperoni. I usually order cheese when y'all come around, but all right, no, that's cool. I'll be sure. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, you order, I give you money. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, so I order. I can't. You, I give you money. You order. That's how we go. But yeah, I can't wait to go around and have a good time. Then we also gonna do our Royal Rumble polls. You know the uh, the be, the best of money. The pool. The pool. Oh, yeah. I keep saying the pool. The pool. The pool. Because I've been feeling really good. I, you know, me and my brother uh, better on who's going to the Super Bowl, and I won. So. Oh wow! Right. Yeah, I, I patch my homeboy. You don't go against my homeboy. So. <laughs> so, but now I, I won't bet on the Royal Rumble, and I'm hoping I picked the right number, because you know what? Let 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 Bobby go ahead and sneak in and win this Royal Rumble, so you can face Brock Lesnar. I give all, all my soul if Bobby Lashley wins this Royal Rumble. Um, I'm done wrestling. Period. He did say that the Drew McIntyre needs. To, they need to stop snubbing this man. Yo. I agree. I do agree. But, 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 I'll time. save it for the prediction. Now, I'm about to say, Bobby Lashley did say the reason he's letting him do all these ridiculous storylines because he just wants a match with Brock. So, you never know. I mean, he beat Rusev twice. He can come out number two. Kofi, he called number two, but I'll say that for next week. So, make sure you guys stay tuned for that and also stay tuned for uh, Terry Tables about Culture and Beyond, Drunk Dog Sober Tongue. And Nerdgasm Talk Podcast all coming out this week also as well. So great content coming up for you guys that that, uh, that way. Uh, by the time you listen to this podcast and anything, hopefully my Raw Spider review is up for you guys. So, you know, get all that stuff out the way also. And uh, like I said, check out the Nerd Coalition's website, therealnerdcoalition.com. Make sure you check it out. Check out my man Q-Flow's album, The Wardrobe, on there. Check out all the content we have on there. Check out our merch. Buy our merch, along with buying Q-Flow's merch, too. Don't sleep on... We are all one big family, so you buy his stuff, you support us. You buy our stuff, you support him. That's the way it's, it's going to go. So we all got support. I don't know if you want to plug people to vote for you. Is the voting still Absolutely. Open? I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Voting's still going on. Um, Where the website at? Oh, Lord. I just had it up. I don't know. Let me, let me not. Well, my man has yeah, right. been nominated for Christian Rap Artist of the Year. Male Rap Artist. Uh-huh. Male Rap Artist of the Year. So I need yep. y'all. I'm going to go out there and get Steve Harvey and I need y'all to show you love. Uh, I, I cannot find the website, but I will plug it in. When I find it, I'll plug it in the comment section of the YouTube. Clip. Oh, right. Sweet, because I know he will do that. Why, of course, because I go look for the thing and I don't see the website either. Jeez. Sorry. The Lord don't want just yet. Under pressure. Okay. It's all good. It's all good. So... <laughs> Uh, like I said, make sure you check out all that great stuff. Check out spacesphilly.com as well. Check out The Life of Kofi. That's on episode two right now on Spaces Philly uh, YouTube channel. And spacesphilly.com, once again, that has the both sides and uh, Lulu Pop and Lulu Pop Horror Show and the Market Dark Show. And of course, we're all on there too uh, with the No Gimmicks Needed, the Nerd Gas, the Turd Tables, and Drunk Dark Sober Tongue. And of course, with all the other podcasts, stuff that all the apps that you can listen to us on. We are expanding, and I love every minute of it. I'm excited. And, of course, uh, we're still on YouTube, but you can listen to our segments on YouTube with full shows on podcast apps only. So make sure, guys, check out all that great stuff. So we are 
We are war already. We are on the road to WrestleMania, so I, I can't wait to be back next week to give you guys my predictions of who I think is going to win both Rumbles and uh, as this card is looking to be a, a decent a decent card so far. You know what? We should also predict when we do our predictions. We should also predict the surprise one. Yes. Who we think will make a surprise entrance? I got I, think I, be- I, I got about five people in mind. Okay. Okay. Five people in mind. So yeah. So make sure you all hear all that. Tune in next week uh, for that as well. So once again, this is NCA Place to be Church Hammer Stay in the the uh, man the myth the reality Q Flow for the rookie. Alright, take it easy everybody. And my wife, the Grace Catch Lady Sketch. It's been real. Alright, and Q Flow since you are here. Ah, I forgot to fill it. Oh It's all good because you have the opportunity to take us out. <laughs> to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.